Agud Chodesh, a blessed month to everyone. We enter today a month that's known as a bitter month, Mar Cheshven. It's not clear in our sources if this month is really originally the name is Cheshvan or Mar Cheshvan. In some places in the Gemara and Mishnah it's known as Mar Cheshvan. Kabbalah says it's Davka Cheshvan. That's what we usually call it. Official documents one is supposed to write Mar Cheshvan. So it's back and forth. But we understand one way or the other whether the month originally began with Mar, with bitterness, as the original name, or the month is really called Cheshvan, and we add the word Mar. Somehow this month has to do with bitterness. Mar, like Maror, Mar means bitter. So this month is known as bitter. Why? So there are many reasons given. One of the famous ones that's brought in Svarim is because as opposed to the month of Tishrei that we just finished, which is so jam-packed, and especially our stomachs become jam-packed from all the meals, which is so jam-packed with holidays, happy days. All of a sudden, we come to this month of Cheshvan for a whole month. There's no Chag, there's no holiday, there's nothing special. We would say in English, Cheshvan is a bland month, a gray month of routine. The bitterness and drudgery of daily life. But you know... That Hasidus teaches, based on the Zohar, that ultimately the purpose of creation is la'afcha meriru lemiska, to change, to transform the bitter into sweetness. In Tanya chapter 10, the Alter Rebbe brings a story from the Zohar that somebody wanted to enter the cave of Rabbi Shimon Bayochai in Meiron, wanted to visit the kever, and a voice came out and said, Whoever has not yet transformed the bitterness to sweetness, don't come here. So we understand that if this month is known as Mar Cheshvan, a bitter month, we have to understand that within that drudgery, within the routine, within the gray and the neutral, is ultimately that sweetness for which the world was created. Let's understand. So last night we had a little forbringing at Leiv Ladas in honor of Rosh Chodesh, and my dear friend Jonathan Bloom said over an idea, a beautiful idea that from Rebbe, that's brought in the Svarim from Rabbi Yisrael Ruzhiner, the Heilig Ruzhiner, the Holy Rabbi Yisrael of Ruzhin. But to understand the idea, I'm going to preface to be able to appreciate the Ruzhiner's idea, a halacha, a halacha that's halacha lemaisa, that's a practical halacha, and that is, the Shulchan Aruch says, in Simen Sadik Beis, Sif Ches, 92.8, the Shulchan Aruch says that a person that is finishing davening, you just finished davening and then you have to go to the bathroom, you shouldn't go right away, but you have to wait at least as long as it takes to walk four cubits, arba ames, which is in today's measurements about five feet. You can't right away as soon as you finish daven and go to the bathroom, but rather <clears throat> you have to at least wait enough time, the time that it takes to walk five feet, which isn't very long, probably not a lot more than a second or two, but one has to wait that amount. Why? So the Shulchan Aruch says because when you finish davening, even though you finished, so to speak, but at that amount of time, for the entire time it takes to walk four cubits, the Shulchan Aruch says, Tfilose shgura befiv verachushe merachshin sevavose. One's prayer is still in one's lips. Tfilose shgura befiv. It's like the prayer is still in your mouth. Verachushe merachshin sevavose. And your lips are still moving. Your lips are still so to speak, whispering the words of davening. In other words, 
even after you've quote unquote finished, your lips, uh, for that amount, for that a second or two, your lips are still going. The whispering of the prayers are still in your lips, are still being recited, are still being moved in your lips. And the word that the Shulchan Aruch uses is Rechushe Merachshin. Merachshin is like the movement of lips, a whispering. Merachshin is a word coming from the Aramaic, which means to whisper, when just your lips are moving. So it says the Holy Ruzhener, why is this called, month called Marcheshvan? It's from the word Merachshin, that our lips are still moving and still contain those prayers that we said throughout the month of Tishrei. The month of Tishrei, we daven so much, and so our lips are still moving. Our lips are still containing the whispers of what we screamed out throughout the month of Tishrei. That's what the Holy Ruzhener says. The Mincha Saluza, the Munkach Rebbe, brings this idea from the Ruzhener, and he connects it to what's found in the holy books, that it says that Dafk in the month of Cheshvan, one should be careful to learn a lot of Torah, more than usual in this month, because Dafka because Tishrei was so full of Yom Tovim, but now in this month we only have one way to connect to God. The Holy Torah. That's what has to illuminate our life with God throughout this month. And especially we know the nights start getting longer, the days get shorter and the nights get longer. And we know what the Gemara says, that nighttime was created, not like Patty Smith says, for lovers, but rather the Gemara says that nighttime was created for learning Torah. That's what nights are for. And Davka, because there's no Yontiv, we have to learn more Torah this month. And therefore the Minchas Luzer says that that's why the word Marcheshvan equals with the Koilel is Begematria Torah. It's the same Gematria with the Koilel as the word Torah because one has to be Koilel oneself, one has to include oneself within the Torah during this month. One shouldn't lose the whispering of that month of Tishrei that's still in our lips, but rather bring it into learning Torah. So this idea from the Ruzhener and the Munkacher Rebbe, this idea that the whispering, the Marachshin of this month is the whispering of our lips, the containing still the remnants of the month of Tishrei on our lips. But I thought to myself that maybe, maybe we could also say that the word Marcheshvan, Marachshin, whispering, is also vis-a-vis God. That maybe, maybe part of the Marachshin, the whispers of this month, is that now we have to strain a little harder to hear God. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, let us be silent that we may hear the voice of God. You know, the month of Tishrei, God is very loud and a powerful force in our life. There's so many Yom Tovim, we take off from work and everything. It's, it's a loud month, so to speak. And Hashem is, with all His glory, is revealed. In Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, we're in, enveloped by it. But then comes Cheshven, and here we have to strain a little to hear God whispering, the Merachshin of God. You know, God is always speaking, of course. We know, like the Baal Shem Tov taught, that all of reality is the speech of God, is God talking. Every blade of grass is a, wor- is a word that God is saying right now, and God is speaking every moment reality into existence. But this month we have to strain a little more, we have to put in the effort to hear, to hear the voice of Hashem, to sense God's presence in the drudgery, in the mundane of daily life, in the gray, in the neutral, to hear God even there. And that's how we turn bitterness to sweetness. Ultimately, the purpose of creation is God wants to be revealed in days like Cheshvan, 
in days that are mundane, in the most mundane things of our life. That's where God ultimately wants to dwell because the whole purpose of creation was that God wanted to make this world into His home, that we should be His shluchim to make this world into God's home. And that's by transforming the bitterness of this world, which is how the wor- that the world has an illusion that it seems to be an independent entity from God. We have to transform that bitterness to the sweetness of hearing God and seeing God in the mundane, in our daily life. Shema Yisrael, hear Israel, Hashem Echad, the unity of God that Ein Sof is always in everything. And we don't have to be in the month of Tishrei. In the month of Cheshvan, we could pick up on God's whispers and have God consciousness as we return to our mundane lives. And I'd like to conclude with the words of a song that my dear friend Evan Cohn, who was also at the Fabrengen, he told me about the song by Peter Himmelman called Whispering Days. Listen to some words from it. These are whispering days that are passing us by. It's a miracle all the stars don't fall from their weight in the sky. These are whispering days and the hills are on fire. If you steady your nerves, hear the words coming over the wire. This is the song that Gabriel saves only for you, my love, on these whispering days. May we steady our nerves and hear God's voice coming over the wire in all we do always, and then thereby finally, finally see Mashiach.